and welcome to A Woman's Soul Restored. I'm LaTanya Hendry, and it is my honor to be before you again this week to bring a topic that I haven't got any emails about, but it's something that's pressing on my heart. But before I get to that, I would just like to say that um, I thank you all for the emails from last week's episode about when the sister ship goes to the left it is so many women that have been hurt by friends by people that we call our sisters those that are supposed to be the closest to us and uh, the emails varied between um a, a, a wife that that lost her husband to her best friend and it, it was a lot of those the wives that lost their husbands or um, lost their boyfriends or um, the, the trust was broken in some other kind of way but it's, it was a lot and I knew that this stuff happened but I didn't figure that it would be so rampant that we as women can't seem to hold on to that bond that we're supposed to have with our sisters not to violate that and not to make our sisters feel inferior to who they really are to make them question who they are because of acts that we do so I may do a panel with that here in the near future probably in November um, because next month is domestic violence month and we want to dedicate this podcast because since it was derived from me being a survivor, thriver of domestic violence. We want to keep October um, fervent in that area. But in November, I'm going to try to get some ladies that I trust up to have a panel podcast about sistership and what does it really feel when that trust is violated. So look for that in November. Also, this Sunday, for those that are local in the Savannah area, I will be at Zion Fair Missionary Baptist Church over on 3rd Street in Garden City at 4 p.m. for their Usher Board anniversary. So come out for that. And uh, it's not the last Thursday of this month. It's the because it's five Thursdays in this month, and I had to look at the calendar to see that. But the fourth third the fourth yeah the fourth thursday of this month i will be on the invest in yourself podcast from 1 p.m until 1 45 so catch me in both of those areas if if you can or at least one or be praying for me if you can't catch me at all so um want to give those two quick announcements out but today we're going to be talking about the trauma that comes from being violated from someone that has status either somebody that's political or somebody that's a star because and I'm outside I'm trying to record but I'm, I'm gonna have to go in it's a nice day out but I think with the other noises it's not gonna work out here I'm gonna wait till this plane go by and if another plane don't come by, it might be okay. But I hear a trash truck coming too. So we just might call it a day out here. And then just go in the house. So I'll continue. And after a quick break, I'm going to come back and talk about when the trust is violated 
by somebody we're supposed to trust. When your trust is violated by somebody we are supposed to trust. So stay tuned and make sure to come back. You know the routine. Get comfortable in your cozy chair. Get a blanket and let's just do it. Come back. Eccentric Studio One Art Gallery and Boutique is located at 309 West Julian Street in beautiful City Market right above Belfords. Their number is 912-272-0085. Eccentric Studio, the number one, dot com is the website. Shop local down here in the heart of Savannah's City Market. The multifaceted art gallery and boutique offers an array of handmade gifts from fine art, custom wood decor, boho and Afrocentric jewelry, to hand-poured candles, scented shea butters, and more. The artist owners would love to share their gifts with you. Visit their art gallery and boutique to shop their eccentric collection. They offer 10% off to total purchase for locals and military. So visit Eccentric Studio One in beautiful City Market. Their number is 912-272-0085. Website is eccentricstudio1.com. The art gallery that offers so much more. Hello, hello, and welcome back to A Woman's Soul Restored. Today, we want to talk about when our trust is violated by someone we are supposed to trust. And I want us to think about that because outside of our parents, our family members, um, there are various people in our lives that we trust. And specifically, I don't want to go into the people that's in our lives, but more predominantly stars people that we see on the screen or political people or people that we know that we might not know personally but we respect them in their genre of being an actor or a producer or whatever singer and we find out that they have been less than honorable with their actions and the thing that gets me sometimes is we can believe it if it's the person next door or the stranger on the street but when it comes to those big name stars we get defensive we are like no they could not do that like we personally know these people they are human just like the rest of us and let me say that again they are human just like the rest of us just like anybody else they have vulnerabilities they have things that they go through the only difference is they're in the on the big screen they're in the media and more attention is drawn to it but they're saying that they had the same struggles the rest of us have so why is it so difficult to believe when we hear about a star when they have acted um, unappropriately I will mention one case that me and my son still, my oldest son, still go back and forth about because he is a 
Mr. Kelly fan. And back in the day, I was a Mr. Kelly fan as well. But those rumors were out way back then in the 90s. It was always something said. But because of the status quo and the money that he helped others to make, no one really made us think about it. So these women kept quiet and silence. Now, I did have an issue with some of the parents because at certain ages, you should not, I don't care who it is, you should not let your children be in an environment that's sexually charged with certain people that's known for their sexuality and their prowess. You should not leave your children or trust your children with those type of personalities because if they have built their reputation off of that, what do you think is going to happen? What's the example that you think they're going to show your children? But besides that, you know, yeah, I, I do think those parents should take a level of responsibility as well. But when all is said and done, it's up to that person that made that decision to make that violation. But I think the country was at odds with those that believed it and those that didn't and those that still defend and we can find countless of reasons why those young women, why those girls should not have been in his presence, especially through the years as things leaked out. But they were. And at a certain age, and I was telling my son this, and I'm going to say this here as well, and if you disagree, you can send me an email or something. But the thing with being an adult and why the age of consent is the way it is because if you are a young girl and this is somebody you idolize and you look up to and you're just honored to be in his presence as he and he's giving you a chance to start your career you 13 14 years old and and you've been you would think you're blessed to be in this man's presence and to be awarded this opportunity to enhance yourself and just to be around him you don't have the formidable skills or the maturity level that if certain things start happening to maybe back away I would even go as far as to say some adults that would be put in that situation if you're in your early 20s or what have you probably didn't have the wherewithal to maybe see a red flag but look at it as okay this is just something and it won't go any further and the next thing you know you are knee deep in a situation but they have that age of consent for a reason and even some adults that's passed beyond that age of consent it's a matter of maturity where what 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 does your moral compass allow you to do with yourself and your body who is your who do you look up to that you will allow to violate you and not really see it as wrong because of who they are I think a lot of these stars get away with this because of the influence that they have and because of how they are able to manipulate a mind of a person especially somebody that's young that they can influence and most of them Look for somebody that's young that they can manipulate and they can play mind games with and they can control. But when all this comes out, when 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 it's exposed, because you rarely see a case where somebody goes to the grave and take this to the grave with them. It may have happened, but 
regardless of the age and, and just like we saw with Mr. Cosby, which people still at arms with that, but it doesn't go away because the God we serve does not let our misdeeds get unnoticed or doesn't let it be covered up, especially when people are hurting. Um, I believe it was episode, I'm trying to go by memory here. It was in November. I think it was the first week of November. My guest, um, Sandy Phillips Kirkham, came on and told her story about how a minister abused her in her church when she was a youth. And her book was Let Me Pray Upon You. And it was intriguing because at first it said, let me pray, P-R-A-Y, with you. And then pray with is crossed out and written in red is P-R-E-Y upon and then let me and you stayed in the same place but this book is an award-winning book um independent press 2021 winner for in the religion category because she exposes some things that happened to her and we've learned through the years with i don't want to point out the catholic church because it happens more than we would like to acknowledge and i'm just going to say that but the allegations that have come out, not only in the Catholic Church and African-American churches and Baptist churches and Presbyterian churches, just in churches where that trust is violated, where somebody put their own needs and their own sexual inhibitions, they can't control them. So they prey on these people that's, that, they, that trust them. And that's why they're able to do it because we trust them and because that trust is there. We want to look past that indiscretion and say, well, oh, yeah, they're just human. Well, maybe they're just going through a phase. No, they're hurting people. It's not a phase. It's against the law. And they need to be stopped. They need to. to I'm, I'm not against corporal punishment. I'm not against the law putting the hardest restraints on these kind of people because it's needed. Because we have people that's walking around homeless and hurting, that don't trust anybody that's hurting, that turn their back on God because they want to blame God for what has happened to them because of what somebody has done. We have people that reviolate because of what happened to them. There are various of, of things that can happen when somebody goes through any kind of sexual misconduct, sexual assault, sexual abuse from somebody that is supposed to be looked at as a leader. So I'm going to roll some names off and go through some scenarios with you all just so you can see the extent of this. Now, I know last weekend, not weekend, just gone, but last weekend, the beginning of the month, I saw an article and then a whole lot of articles came out about Aries Spears and Tiffany Haddish about what went on some years ago with this what they tried to say was a skit now that's something new um i've heard various names and various situations that it's been called but to put it in the form of a skit and say it's educational is something totally beyond me but rolling off names we remember back in the day Paul Rubens, and y'all that don't know who Paul Rubens is, that's Pee Wee Herman. Innocent Pee Wee Herman that was a clown and danced across the stage and and just the children loved Pee Wee Herman. And it came out that you know he was exposing himself to children. He, he had a vow 
vile personality underneath the persona of being that this person that kids supposed to love and trust what about jared fogel and those that don't know jared fogel he he did the subway commercials from 2000 to 2015 well what people didn't know that mr jared had a, a immense sexual problem um and he was charged with child sex tourism and possessing child pornography and it says i read the article did some research before i did this episode this week but ultimately it, he was charged with sexually molesting young girls with his wife and installing cameras in his home to film and photograph victims without their knowledge what kind of sickness and perverseness is that the subway guy the one with the cheeks and and he ended up losing weight towards the end there before all of this came out but he was heavy set he did and i guess he was trying to say that subway you know helped him lose weight and it was a thing for a while everybody trusted jared because he was the face of subway and when this came out subway immediately distanced they didn't ask no questions they immediately distanced themselves from him but then people got mad at subway like how do you know the allegation is true i even know it was proof you know y'all supposed to stick with him you supposed to stick with him look what he done for the corporation what <laughs> it angered me when i heard that that they people came out and was just upset at this company that has a image that they're trying to preserve and then later they tried to twist it the wife came out and said that subway cared more about money than they did children and that they knew about some things before the actual story came out and who knows is that true or not it may be it may not be but we as people have to be more diligent about the things we so quickly say did not happen yeah we need proof and we don't need to point the finger at people to say that they actually did something but if there's proof we still can't refute it and say you know no that didn't happen and no this didn't happen and they can't because and then you roll off that name because they are so and so there's no way they could have done that they got all the money money doesn't change people if you don't have a control over your urge of evil because of money because the bible did not say that money is evil it said it is the root of evil and if you already have uh conduct that's questionable if you already do things that you're not supposed to do if you already are someone that's prone to do wrong money is just going to enhance it it's just going to give you the means to do more wrong so we we really have to be careful about putting these people on a pedestal because they are who they are and it happens in all fields we have a celebrity chef mario batelli accused of sexual misconduct with his employees and tom brokaw nbc nightly news anchor um matt lara today show host um, Dr. Larry Nasser, who was molesting girls while working for the U.S. gymnastic team, and he was at Michigan State University. Producer Brian Singer. I mean, we can go on and on about these people that when these stories come out, we are, we are in, like, in shock and awe about hearing that they could do such a thing. And I guess it is kind of shocking in a way because we look at them as people that we are supposed to trust anybody with a doctor in front of their names you know we have celebrity therapists and celebrity doctors and 
um, celebrity OBGYNs and these people that have built a career on their career. They have built a following, built a, um, whatever their presence is on television. They have built that because of their career and taken it a step further. So to hear that they have done these things, yeah, I guess it would be atrocious, but they're still human. And something my grandmother used to say some years ago, they put their pants on one leg at a time, just like the rest of us do. They slide a dress over their head, just like the rest of us do. They use the bathroom, excuse me for being literal, but they do. They they go to the facilities, just like the rest of us do. So what makes us think that they are exempt from doing these things and acting the way they act and doing things that are not becoming of who they say they are and what they represent so i'm going to take a quick break again and when we come back we're just going to get a little deeper in the conversation with something else so be sure to come back sisters helping sisters Social Organization for Women, Incorporated, is a faith-based community nonprofit located in historic, beautiful Savannah, Georgia, and has been serving the local area since April of 2003. The sisterhood has been built on trust, unity, growth, discovery, appreciation, and security, all embodied by faith which has helped the organization to stand the test of time and still be viable in the community. If you would like more information about the organization, please visit www.sistershelpingsisters28.com or send an inquiry email to sistershelpingsisters28 at yahoo.com. It's a great day to be in the sisterhood. All right, all right, and welcome back again. And what we're talking about today is when our trust is violated by someone we are supposed to trust. Now, I said I was going to give you something when we came back from the break, and here is something that I really want you to think about and put in the back of your vortex, your, your, your lobe, so to speak. Now, think about this. If we are violated by the people that we are supposed to trust per se the doctors even the politicians we know for the most part all politicians have a degree of crookedness but it's just who got more crooked than the other so let's just be honest you know everybody's not 100 percent honest um and that just comes along with the territory it's just what issues are you um, more leaning towards and then who got a little more crook in their neck than the other one does. But when we look at these people and we look at their authoritism and we think about how they reflect towards us and how we look at them and what they represent, most of them have families, you know, and, and when they do stuff like this and it hurts to the core, but it also brings a level of distrust, a level of not trusting anyone or anybody in that genre because of what 
that person inherently has done or has portrayed the fakeness, the phoniness, the the lies that comes out. You know, we think about that, how they, especially people like um, when, when, when Pee Wee Herman or um, Ruben, Paul Ruben had, when that came out and he was so beloved by not only children, but parents that would let their children just look at and they would look at him together and interact with him. How hurtful is that to know that that person has a flip side that would expose himself to children or to a child and, and more stuff came out after that came out. Are people that we really hold them to an esteem of being well regarded or well liked or has a personality that they don't do certain things and then when we find out that they do certain things because with the case with Aries Spears, Spears and Tiffany Haddish I kind of know Aries Spears from the Saturday Night Live, but I I haven't really followed his career. I don't know that much about him. But with Tiffany Haddish that has came out about some things that happened to her as a child, that was some things she went through, that falls into that thing of victimization that you grow up and you end up doing things to people um, because you have unresolved or have not seeked help for what you went through. You would think it would be the other way around, that you would not want to harm or, or put a child in any kind of situation that would cause them trauma. Because the young lady, did, and they have, as far as I know, they have not shared their name or anything, and the young man is still a minor. But she said she had PTSD. And a couple, a few of my guests that have been on said that they had experienced PTSD as a result of what they went through with their trauma. We've learned that PTSD is not just for military anymore. PTSD is a result of any emotional, physical trauma, sexual trauma, anything that will put your mental state at jeopardy. So, and, and cause you to defer from who you are as an individual and you fall into the act of what happened to you. So, it's not just regarded as a term for military personnel anymore or people coming back from war. You go through a personal war when you go through any kind of sexual abuse, any kind of trauma, any kind of assault. You go through a physical dying. You go through something, you lose something within yourself. And in the process of doing that, to know that sometimes people don't believe you. If, if just imagine what these women and sometimes, you know, what they go through as opposed to coming out letting people know what was done to them. I'm sure it's an inward battle to even consider to go public because of the scrutiny that they're going to go through because this person is who they are. Um, I can't remember the guy's name at this moment, but he was a producer, um, big time producer in Hollywood. It was two brothers, one of them was skinny and, and this particular guy was more on the heavy side. And he's been termed as being almost grotesque, 
um, in his stature and how he treated people. But it was so many actresses that had felt that they needed to sleep with this man in order to get ahead. And these are not young people. These are adults that figure in order to get ahead, they fell into the manipulation of, I can help you, but you need to do this for me. But some that refused, he made their careers difficult. Even telling them that if you don't, you won't be able to work ever again. And some of them did catch the ramifications of not sleeping with him because he made their careers very difficult. And some of those people experienced trauma. And and it took years to rebuild their career after they told him no, even if they was on the upswing before they encountered him. So it's these type people that put you in a state of not wanting to trust that if a legitimate offer does come along, it's like, no, because I've been through this. So this can't be real. But I also want you to think about the regular everyday woman that, that experiences this from somebody of of a, sta- a particular statue or of a, a certain degree. And just to put it, stretch it, just to stretch our minds a little bit, what if they don't have health insurance? What if they want help? And sometimes the free help is not the best help. Suppose the help they need, they can't afford, but there's no, nothing in place. Because other countries have free health care. Other countries take care of their citizens. But here, you know, we, we a lot of our citizens do not have health insurance for whatever reasons. Most of them financially is, is out the water. And I know they have things in place. But if you're not working, so to speak, if you don't want to be on Medicaid or Medicare, if you're not at that age, if you're not disabled, your lim- your your options are very limited if you're not somebody that's working and has money to afford the regular insurance. But suppose it's somebody that really needs that mental stability, somebody that really needs that therapist, somebody that really needs that ear to talk to. Yes, they have online platforms where you can interact with coaches or whatever but sometimes we need a therapist instead of a coach a coach can get you after the therapists have done what they needed to do but sometimes we just need that medical that medical advice that that thing that's going to help us get on track and then that coach can build us up and lift us up or whatever or if it's a coach please don't try to deal with people with this kind of trauma that needs therapy now some people that can get by with just what the coaches have because some coaches are well in tuned with what they need to do in order to help somebody that's coming out of those particular type of situations but know your credentials know what you can do if that is not your area area then don't try to make it your area because you're going to end up hurting that person because what they need cannot be found if you're trying to discover what your niche is so reach out to somebody that all of us know people that know people and if it's something you don't know i'm sure if you reach out to at least five people somebody knows somebody that can help that person don't make it about you make it about helping that person that needs that hand But if you think about it, the amount of people that don't get the help they need, everybody that was affected by Mr. Kelly did not appear on Surviving Mr. Kelly. Um, It's people that go day to day and still hold that shame and don't say anything because they see what the people that did say something went through. 
Um, just as, as and we can look at it as far as our and I love our former vice president Bill, our former president Bill Clinton, loved him, but. Look at the Monica Lewinsky situation to where this woman was victimized. Nobody really, I mean, they used it against him and it didn't really work because he got a second term. But this woman, this young woman that was an intern that, yes, she made a very bad decision, but it, it still people refer to her when they know her name. They refer to her as the woman that y'all know the incident. So to rebuild from that, to be re-victimized each time that you hear your name in the media associated with this person that has moved on. Let's be thinking about those people, those women that really life has to be put on hold. Life has to be stunted because of a, a bad decision or not having the tools that's needed to say no not wanting to go the long route but going the short route but still doesn't need to go through any kind of victimization just because they you know maybe don't know maybe don't know you know if you work hard you can get certain places or maybe that certain place is not for you if it what God has for us is for us but sometimes we want things that's not in the plan for us and we try to see the short way as a way, but sometimes the short way is not the way, and we get hurt. So this week, I really wanted to touch on what the people that we regard on the big screen, the people that we cannot absolutely believe that they would do such a thing because they're the ones that we pay the big money for, box office tickets, the ones that the the movie theaters you know once they put that name out there they know that the theater is going to be crowded because they want to see that actor we don't want to think that the people that we admire and adore would do the types of things that a lot of these people have not only been accused but some of them are serving time for the things that they have done we don't want to think about that because we put these people on pedestals and we look at, regard them as unable to do the acts that is being said that they have done. But we need to start being realistic about people and about the limits that people will go in order to keep their secrets. How they will make somebody else look like the villain and drag their name through the mud in order to preserve their career and what they're doing. The thing with Aries Spears and Tiffany Haddish, I don't know what's going to become of that, but I really hope that it's resolved in a way to where that young woman and that young man can live a life that's productive. And we seem to forget that, that these people that's victimized by these people of stature, these people of status, where do they go? once their name is out there where where do they go once their face is out there by these people that love these actors so much until they will re-victimize the person by calling them a liar by sending them hate mail by shaming them on social media and social media can be an outlet that really really hurt people in itself because it's a public platform and you could basically put whatever you want to put about whoever you want to put. And unless it's brought to a point where that particular outlet shuts you down, like they have done, 
our former president, and I won't go there, but it has to get to an extreme before they close your account or shut you down. So they're able to really put these people's name out there and really make a mockery of what they've gone through. And if you have to read that stuff, if you have to see it on TV, seeing your story being laughed at and you being laughed at and you being made the joke of a Saturday Night Live or the joke of these comedians that don't really take to heart that there's people involved with this. We look at everything's open to a joke. I don't think everything's open to a joke. I never thought everything was open to a joke. But we live into a, in a society that we feel that everything is fair game. Everything is a, can be a joke. Everything can be twisted. That's why the story about a skit for educational purposes um, is is the what what the reasoning was for. This And even if it was, let's just stretch our mind a little bit. Even if it was a skit, why? Why that skit? Why? Who are you trying to educate? Who would be able to actually see that? See, when we come up with an elaborate lie, sometimes we don't have time to try to balance it out to see, does it make sense? This particular lie does not make sense, but in the moment, in the in the shame of this coming out okay we were doing a skit and and this is you know it was educational and and we you cover it up and make it look pretty and put sugar on it but it's still defecation and we'll leave it at that it's still messy so i had a lot i have a lot of thoughts on this i i these kinds of issues touch me deeply because of what I've went through in my past. No, nothing with a star or anything of anybody of meaning, but a life is a life and sexual abuse is sexual abuse. Sexual trauma is sexual trauma. But some situations can put you in a deeper emotional state than you were under regular circumstances because sometimes you get to heal from other situations. You get to heal in a more private arena you get to heal more in a way to where your your name is not out in lights your name is not publicized but when it gets to a point to where you know i i don't think even now i couldn't have done a surviving mr kelly because that takes a lot on you emotionally to do um just to share some of my stuff on even on this medium on this podcast it's a lot to have written books about it. It's a lot emotionally. It's still sometimes weigh on me. I'm healed from it and I'm not sorrowful, but sometimes the thoughts get the best of you and you get into yourself, you get into your feelings. So I know I wouldn't be able to do any kind of platform like that to where it's a bunch of us together and we're all sharing what we went through and how we survived that person. But then I wouldn't want to do anything like that. There's other ways to get that information out. Yeah, it was good. And to be honest, I didn't watch it. You know, I've heard people talking about it. At that time, I don't think I had cable. I think that was the only reason I didn't see it. But I'm kind of glad I didn't because certain things, you know, sometimes just hearing some of the stories that a lot of my guests come on and tell it, it takes a lot. I know it needs to be said. It's healing for them. It's healing for you as my listeners. 
sometimes it even touched me and, and helps me get through whatever I'm going through in that moment in a feeling or in a thought or in an emotion. But it comes to a place where what kind of format do we want to share that in? You know, how public do we want to go with our information? How much do we want to let people into our private lives? You know, we we're so exposed by social media and we overshare at times and we give a little too much and without being in prayer and without seeking God about the things that we do share, it can come back to bite us and then we get into a place of being remorseful and regretting the decision to do whatever we did. But that's the thing about being in tune with God and having that relationship. Once you pray about it and if he releases you to do it, you can't have regret. If he lets you go to do it, you can't have regret. But if he tells you not to, it's in your best interest not to and it's for a reason. And sometimes we press forward to get something out there or to do whatever it is we're, we see that we're supposed to be doing. And God didn't tell us to do that and it backfires. So... I really want us to think about those people that we exalt to a higher degree of what normal people are and the stars that we say they can't do whatever it is they're accused of because their name is what their name is and their wife is so beautiful and they have these beautiful children and their life is beautiful and they have all this money and they can travel the world. If you have a sickness Having money does not change that. Having a wife does not change that. Having children does not change that. If you have a sickness and that sickness has consumed you and taken over your soul, all those accolades that the awards that they're given and and the praise that they get for being the best actor and the box office hits that they have, if you have that sickness, nothing negates that. You need help. And until you get the help that you need, it's it's not beyond comprehension that you can't do certain things, that certain things are beyond you because you're this person. No, it's not. And we have to get out of that mentality. We have to get out of thinking that it's just a person that's homeless on the street that do certain things. Or it's just a person that's mean and malicious that does certain things. It's the person that smiles and make you feel as comfortable as they can make you, that that lets your guard down, that can then get in and manipulate your mind, and then you you're you're released to their devices because now you're vulnerable because you let them in because they look so trusting, and they have this name and everybody knows them or they they serve their community well or they they do good community service or they they are philanthropists and they give to they give back what they make out their earnings and we put these people so high until we don't want to think that they would do the unspeakable unspeakable. we don't want to think that they would violate somebody after all these good things that they do but then we have to think about it is the good things that they do a cover and I'm not talking about everybody. Some people really honestly from their heart. I'm not talking about the people that have not been exposed for anything. The people that honestly give to charitable deeds, that do community service, that do their part. I'm talking about these people that have done been caught in situations. And we don't want to look past 
what they have done in the media in the eye of the media or in the eye of television or whatever their platform is we don't want to look past that to see that maybe just maybe this person did what they're accused of maybe just maybe this person has a sickness that they don't have any control of or and i'm gonna leave you with this maybe they have a sickness that they don't want to get control of maybe they want to do the things they do everybody that's that's that has done these things some don't want to do it some have urges and i do believe that but some people are monsters and they want to do what they do and they want to be people that victimize children they want to be people that take advantage of the less fortunate they like what they do we want to think that everybody has remorse everybody does not have remorse some of these stars are so built up by us by us that have put lifted them so high and the people that work around them that know they're doing these things but they like what their salary is so they just don't say anything we have created monsters we have so some of them were already monsters and we enhanced the monstrosity that was already in them not trying to make us feel bad and i did say us i didn't say y'all i said us because as people that watch TV, as people that, you know, when, when back in the 90s when I heard about Mr. Kelly's indiscretions and, and it was swept under, things were swept under the rug quickly. You would hear it, then you wouldn't hear it anymore. You'd get a glimpse of something, then you wouldn't, you know, it, it was done. So those kind of things, you know, but I still listen to the music. I'm not, not going to lie, I did. I, I, I listened to the music. I, back then I would party, and, and his songs were the songs that put you in a certain mood and a certain atmosphere. But then as you grow and you learn better and you get in tune with who you are as a woman and what you would want done to you and how would you feel if certain things were done to you, it really puts you in a different headspace of what's acceptable by anybody nobody's higher than anybody else because the bible says that god is not a respecter of persons so we can't be respecter of persons we can't get to a state where we just don't want to believe that that person didn't do especially if it's proof especially if it's evidence we'll refute the evidence because it's It'll be like our last election. Everything showed that the results was the results. But the imaginary overthrow was more than me and a lot of others were wanting to hear. The results was the results. The The citizens had spoken. But it was almost unbelievable that I can't lose. That kind of personalities are people we have to watch out for. The people that are narcissists. The people that are into themselves the people that are introverted to the point where they have ultravert personalities but that you don't see it because they express themselves through harming others so i'm going to leave you this week with all that we i discussed today something to think about the next time and we don't want to think that it's going to be a next time but of, of course it's going to be a next time because even as this podcast is going on even as we get ready to eat breakfast, dinner, lunch, whatever you're doing as you're listening to this. Somebody is getting victimized under regular circumstances. 
but then somebody is getting victimized under those circumstances of someone that they should trust but that person is violating them even if it's a boss with their employee that person is getting victimized even if it's someone and and you're the person that work in the mail room and this person owns this big company but they feel that you are less than who you are and they feel that they can take advantage of you just because if this is happening to you in any situation it doesn't have to be the the situation with a star or a doctor or any of that if you are in any way getting victimized please let someone know don't hold it in because it destroys you it tears away at the fibers of who you are and it will take you apart it will destroy you if you let it take a deep breath and make a decision to let someone know what you are going through be careful with your children who you let them leave with be careful family regardless of who it is be careful with your children guard them with everything that's in you guard them with your heart because we live in a world that no longer cares about our children a society that will eat you and your children up if you let them so for this week this is Latanya Hendry with a woman's soul restored if you would like us to send me an email send it to a woman's soul restored at gmail Dot com. The website is www.livelifenowlovelifenow.net and the Facebook page is A Woman's Soul Restored. And I will also say however you listen to this podcast, if you would kindly leave me a review, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Reviews help your podcast elevate. And I do believe that not because my voice, but even the guests that come on here to share their stories, it's stories that need to be heard and needs to get out there. I'm going to share on my Facebook page the countries that is, I thought it was seven countries we're listened to in nine countries now. So I'm going to share that information a little later this evening because it does my heart good to know that women know that they have an outlet that they can listen to and give them the strength they need to either help themselves or to help somebody else that they know are going through this emotional attack, this emotional trauma, this stressor, this abuse, whatever it may be, this illness that they feel that's, that's this whipping their spirit. It's good to know that no matter where, what country they're in, they're able to listen. But my majority of listeners are still here in the U.S., but I love all of you, and I appreciate all of you that's taking this little podcast that's here in Savannah, Georgia, and letting it reach to the women that really absolutely need it. And our brothers too. Because some of our men go through stuff as well. And are just supposed to suppress it. Because they're men and that's what they're expected to do. I thank you all for listening. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. And until next time. This is Latanya Hendry with A Woman's Soul Restored. Have a blessed week.